And for those of you that do work out, you probably know working out is one of the most refreshing ways to reset your mind. And so that time away brought me back home with a lot more energy and patience than before I had left. Hi, I'm Amy Kiefer, a nurse, doula, and personal trainer. And I'm Crystal Howell, a women's health and orthopedic physical therapist. We're the co-founders of Expecting and Empowered, and we just so happen to be sisters. We built this business because we saw a huge gap between the information that women were given during pregnancy and postpartum and the information that they need. We're committed to helping close the gap so that women are better equipped to navigate these demanding and challenging years. Yes, we're both moms of three, so we know firsthand how many changes women go through physically, mentally, and emotionally because women aren't getting enough information to make informed decisions about their own health. It leaves mothers picking up the pieces afterwards. We need that to change. With our professional backgrounds, we're going to pull the curtain back on this season and give you the information you need to thrive. We're on a mission to change women's health. Let's do this. Hi guys, it's me, Amy. And today I just have a mini episode because I really wanted to give you guys our tangible best tips for getting your workouts in because we know that it is incredibly hard to do when you have a bunch of little people that depend on you. Crystal and I have been there. We have six kids between the two of us and we've been in the trenches of motherhood where you don't feel like you have a spare moment, let alone 45 minutes for a workout. But we do know that prioritizing working out can be so important to our lives. So throughout our journeys, we've always figured out a way that works for us. And so today I thought I would pull them all together and give you four tips for if you're really wanting to prioritize your physical fitness during this demanding season. So number one, work out on the days that you have support even if it means the weekend. So back when I was working as a registered nurse, it was incredibly hard for me to get my three expecting and empowered workouts in during the week. In my mind, I loved the idea of being able to also add in the weekend, which before I had kids, honestly, I didn't usually work out on the weekends. I kind of took those as my breaks. Well, when I was a nurse, I had three shifts per week, And it was really important that I take at least two of those days off of working out as my rest days. My days as a nurse were so demanding. You know, I got there, I had a lot to give emotionally and physically to that job. And then I had two little kids waiting for me at home. So I was pretty much spent. If I could take those as my quote unquote rest days from working out and then utilize Saturday and Sunday to work out, it was just much better for me. So on the weekends, I had the support of my partner, Drew, and I was able to get those two workouts in. I really shifted my routine from before I was a parent to what works for me right now. You know, that didn't mean that every single weekend I had to do it this way, but the ones where we didn't have big plans, it just made more sense. I would often work out during their nap times. So whether I was working out in my basement or going to my gym, I would hit my workouts on Saturday and Sunday. 
And like I said, it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing in the world, but I grew to see the positives. So for one, it was a great mom break. You know, Drew was in charge of the kids. I was on break. And for those of you that do work out, you probably know working out is one of the most refreshing ways to reset your mind. And so that time away brought me back home with a lot more energy and patience than before I had left. So I want you guys to think about where do I need to shift so that I can make this easier on myself. And a lot of times when we look at the weekends, it's actually when we have more support. So does that make sense for you? Figure out how to implement that one into your life. Number two, prioritize your well-being. I know that this is so hard to do for moms because we feel so demanded and we're also giving so much to our children. But I want you guys to think about a couple things. Number one, research shows that the mental health of the mom is one of the most impactful things on the family. So a lot of times we think of taking time to ourselves as selfish, but we've really been trying to reframe that for women and saying like, no, that's actually the best thing that you could possibly give to your family is a healthy you. And when we're talking about working out, really bridging the gap between this is not just for physical health. Yes, it is for physical health, but it's also for mental health. And that is one of the best gifts that you could ever give your kids, your partner if you have one, the rest of your family, and yourself. So I really like to think of the idea of how do I prioritize exercise? One thing that I often get asked, because I often share on my Instagram, my workouts, and people say, how do you stay so motivated? And I was a personal trainer before I was a nurse, and I actually think the absolute key is not motivation. It's to make yourself a habit. So if you've read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, it's one of Crystal Nye's favorite, but it's really going to paint the picture of how you can make your workouts habit. One thing that they really recommend is habit stacking. And I think what happens to moms is that when your kids come, your habits are disrupted. You didn't stop working out because you don't know the benefits. You stopped working out because your habits got all twisted up and upside down. And this is challenging. Like I said, I had to move around my workouts. So I've gone from when I had two little kids, I used to work out at 5.15 in the morning. You know, this was after they were sleeping through the night. And now I actually much prefer my 4 p.m. workout time. And that's my habit. My habit is stacked onto my routine. I finish work at four. I go home. I have one hour to finish my workout and go get my kids. So it's like I go home and I, my body, my mind, I know what to do. I'm not always motivated. I'm not always like, yes, I get to work out, but that's my habit. And so that's what I do. So think about in your current season, have you changed habits? Have you still incorporated your well-being into your habits? Where can you find the space to do so? Another thing that I always do as a mom is I always take my shower at night and then I have my skincare routine and that's part of what 
winds me down for the night. It's not something that I'm willing to sacrifice. So I just wanted to go over the benefits of prioritizing your exercise real quick. I know a lot of you know these, but I think when someone else says it out loud, it just emphasizes it in a way that might help shift some things around for you. So the benefits of prioritizing exercise, mental health benefits, which I've been mentioning, an energy boost, which is counterintuitive. A lot of us think of working out as an energy expenditure, which it is, but studies show that it actually boosts our energy when we go on to the rest of our day. It improves sleep. So if you have a hard time falling asleep at night, even though you're tired, working out is a proven way to improve your sleep. It improves body image, which can be so important always, but especially in those postpartum or pregnant days when our body has changed. It also helps with the physical tasks of motherhood. We always say on Expecting and Empowered, motherhood is a physical sport. You know, we're lifting things, we're carrying our baby, we're carrying, we're having to take out the stroller, we're having to do all these physical things and working out really can help you be prepared for that. So we talked about scheduling your workout into a day that might really help for you. And then how do you prioritize that? How can you work on making sure your workouts are prioritized? And here's what I mean by that. You know, sometimes it really takes you to work around your workouts. So build your day around your workout. I would just really communicate with my partner. I really want to work out at 1 p.m. And so that's my priority. So really communicating with the people around you. I've even had my mom come over before so that I can work out and people might be like, oh, that seems a little extreme, but it wasn't like that's what I needed. She was happy to snuggle a baby for an hour and it just really worked. So you have to think about the life that you want today. You know, do you want to feel better? Do you want to enjoy your life in a bigger way? I also think about future me and what she's going to want. And so that serves as motivation. And then you stack that with habits. Now, tip number three, and you might have seen this on our Expecting an Empowered Instagram page, is to make a workout space yours. So working out from home is something that Crystal and I both had to do when we became mothers. We just couldn't even take the time to drive to the gym and deal with all of that. But we made spaces in our houses. And if you've seen them in our Instagram stories, they are not full out home gyms, you know, like some of these influencers that you see. And that is so great for them. I am, you know, in a way jealous that they have such a big, nice workout gym. But what I know is that I don't need that. I've been really successful at working out with at home with a very small space. I do love that it's dedicated. You know, we put some flooring down. I have all of my stuff there. I know that that is the space where I am going to do my workouts. I have my mat down there. I have my weights. I have my resistance bands. I have my circle bands. And when I enter that space, I am mentally prepared to execute my workout. So all of our spaces are so different. And so you have to take these tips into context of how is that going to look in your life. Members of our team work out 
in their, you know, dining room, but they still have their equipment there. You know, when they're not hosting, their equipment is still there. They know where that place is. I've worked out in my bathroom before. When I was at a really overstimulated place in my parenthood, I was doing candlelight yoga in my bathroom as my reset before my shower, and that worked perfectly. So think about those spaces. I've also worked out in my unfinished basement before. When we didn't have our basement finished, that's where I still worked out. Whether it's a home office, whatever you need, take what you need and take what is available to you and make sure that you know that when it's time to work out, you know all your stuff is right there and you can easily transition into working out. Tip number four, and I think that this one is extremely important, is this does not have to be all or nothing. I think that a lot of us, our workouts pre-kids were 45 minutes, an hour, uninterrupted. We were at the gym. You know, we had all of these things available to us that might not be available to us anymore. I absolutely know that some of you are using nap time to work out. Well, guess what, you guys, if that baby wakes up 15 minutes into your workout, be proud of the 15 minutes that you were able to get in. Don't lust after that 25 minutes more that you wish you had. You have to give yourself grace and you have to be proud of yourself for what you can do during this season because it is not easy to get the time in. So my mentality in postpartum, especially early postpartum, is something is always better than nothing. Another tip is that I would just tell myself, if I can get 15 minutes in, that's great. And so I would set a timer, or now you could go into the app and start working out. And I would just say, you know what? Whatever I get is in the positive. If I'm able to go past this 15 minutes, that's great. If that's all I can do, that's okay too. You know, sometimes what we say is that you don't have to stop working out if your child wakes up. I, I've i trained my children to know, nope, this is mommy's time. I can put on a show for you, but I am going to finish this. And they've got really used to that. So I love that that's a part of our family motto is that they understand, you know, it's important for mom to move. She is going to prioritize this. I'll be right with you. Here's what you can do in the meantime. I know our employee, Sarah, has a little, she's got a special bin for her kids so that they have activities that they can do when she works out because she's a stay-at-home mom. And so she doesn't have those opportunities to have, you know, a huge break, but she does make it a priority. It's always progress over perfection. So we might not be able to nail a workout as we once did, but we're still looking at the progress because what we know is that little things add up over time. And so these little things and choosing to work out time and time again, even if you're going to get interrupted, even if you only have 15 minutes, those are going to add up and help you to reach your goals. So to go back over those, because I want you guys to be inspired as you leave this podcast episode, is my tips. Number one, work out on days when you have support, 
even if that means working out on the weekend. So we might have to adapt to our current season to help us get these workouts in. I think that's absolutely an experience that a lot of us have had. Number two is to prioritize your well-being. You know, a lot of times we can build a weekend day around the workout, not vice versa. We don't have to, we don't always have to be the one sacrificing. So prioritize your well-being the best you can. Number three, make a workout space your own. Whatever that looks like for yourself in your space. Like I said, I've adapted. I've worked out in an unfinished basement. I've worked out in my dining room before. Now I have a small workout area that feels like mine. Just make sure that when you are going to work out, all of your stuff is ready to go. You know where it is. That's not going to be an added stressor or annoyance. Number four, and I think probably the most important is this is not all or nothing, okay? We don't want you to go into the app and feel like I have to finish this workout or it doesn't count. That's not the point of our company. Anything that you can do is net positive. And so really try to adjust your way of thinking of workouts and be proud of anything that you can get done. We wanted to have this be a short episode because we know we're in the holidays. You guys probably don't have a lot of spare time right now, but what I would say is just remember how important you are. Remember that you really matter. Remember that even during the holidays, your body is going to thank you for some movement. Thank you guys so much for listening. If this spoke to you, we would love it if you shared it into your story, tagging, expecting, and empowered and we will talk to you guys next time.